Thank you everyone for tuning in to Get a Grip Podcast. I appreciate all my faithful listeners who have stayed with us throughout this season, throughout season one. And I look forward to your continued support throughout this season. This season, we will have guests who have a story to share that will hopefully inspire and encourage our listeners who may be grieving the loss of a loved one, the loss of a relationship, or the loss of a job, or any type of loss that causes us to lose hope. And today, I'm excited because my guest is Tim Schumann. I'm excited to have Tim as my guest, not only because he is my first guest of season two, but most importantly, we are family. Tim and I are first cousins as our mothers who have both gone on to be with the Lord were sisters. And I'm going to let Tim tell you about himself, what he does and all that good stuff. Tim? Hello, listeners. And I want to thank you also on behalf of my wonderful cousin for listening. Um, uh, again, I'm Tim Schumann. I'm 50 years old. I am a Savannah native. I've been here my whole life um, in the surrounding area for, for about 10 years where I lived in and around Atlanta uh, and then came back home. Um, again, uh, like I said, Savannah native. I work for a local construction equipment company where I have been for almost 20 years. And uh, again, just say thank you. And uh, we really appreciate you listening. Thank you. Um, again, I want to thank you for being my first guest and being willing to share your heart with us. It's always easy to have women talk about their feelings and what is going on in their heart. But I knew that this would not be difficult for you. <laughs> and I say this because when the Lord placed it on my heart to start a support group and I shared it with my family and you were, you were willing, you were right there willing to, to come in and, 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 and played an integral part in that support group. And you shared your heart, not only with us as family members, but when we took it outside of the family, then you also played a major part in sharing your heart with others, offering them hope and inspiration and your words of wisdom and encouragement just was a, a major, um, part of the support group. And I appreciate you for that. <clears throat> and um, well. not only you, but um, your brother Drew as well and his wife Lisa. So, um, and that means a lot to have men step up and share their feelings because you guys, you know, have feelings too. And you go through things, you know, just like we do. You may process them differently, but still it's so great to hear from you today, for you to share your heart and let us know what your thoughts and your innermost feelings are from the things that you've, the losses that you've experienced in your life. But before we, we get into the topic for today, which is from the heart of a father, I wanna kinda go back to our support group and, and talk a little about something that took place in the course of us meeting together and supporting one another. 
And that is when God took home another integral part of our support group, which was your sister and my cousin, Sharon. And it's, um, here we are doing God's will, encouraging each other and supporting each other. And without any warning, Sharon is gone. It's taken from us. Yes. And, and I don't think we've ever as a family sat down and, and, and really talked about how that impacted us. I don't recall us ever doing, maybe we did. And I just don't remember whether we, we did that or not. But um, I remember the reason why I want to bring that up because I, I admire your strength because I remember that day when you called me and there was so much strength in your voice and you were concerned about me because you said, are you sitting down? And I said, yes. And you said again, are you sitting down? You know, and, and, it, and it touched me and I was just thinking about that and reminiscing about that day. And, um, and like I said, just the strength that was in your voice. And um, I'd just like for you to share your thoughts and your feelings about what took place. Well, you know, like you said, you know, for us, um, Sharon was to a lot of people, you know, that strength. She was, we, we often laughed and we often said that she was our second mother after our mother passed away. Right. And so she, like I said, she just meant so much to just so many people. Yes. Uh, she reached out and she touched everyone. Sharon remembered birthdays. Uh, yes. I mean, every, every little <laughs> thing that you can think of, mm -hmm. Sharon had, um, she had a memory of that. Yes. So if you didn't have someone to, to call you and say happy birthday or if you, or, or you didn't have someone to send you a, a card or, or something, mm -hmm. you can definitely count on it would be Sharon. Right. And uh, my brother-in-law, Freddie, said something uh, when she passed. He said, you know what? He says, it's a doggone shame. He said, because now we mm -hmm. all have to grow up. Yes. You know, although yes. we're all grown men and grown mm -hmm. women, mm -hmm. families of our own, that... Mm -hmm just sat home yeah. because a lot of the little things that you know she did mm -hmm. you know, his statement meant a lot because it meant that okay we all took for granted that what we did not do Sharon would do right that's well, right now that Sharon isn't here guess what now we all and you yeah. said something years ago when my mother passed well you asked something you said who is going to pick up the torch? I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And it was the same sort of feeling mm -hmm. that I got when Freddie said that. We all have to grow up now. <laughs> right. And so that, that was, um, I mean, any loss, all losses are devastating. Yeah. You know, but some people play such an integral part in our lives. Yes. We have no clue what it is when you don't have them. That's right. So yes, it does force you, force you in a sense to grow up yes. in those areas of your life. That's right. Where you've allowed that person or that not allowed you, you had the honor of a person like that mm -hmm. to do all those things that not that you're not willing to do, 
that you just simply weren't doing because you had that great figure doing it. That's right. You know, so yeah. it, 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 it strengthens you in, in a sense and it makes you realize, mm -hmm. you know, and you were one of the first people, in fact, you were the second person when I had to start making those phone calls. Mm -hmm. You know, I called dad first. Yes. Yeah. You know, but, you know, so then it's like, oh, Georgia. You know, so, yeah. you know, it's, and, and that's why I wanted to make sure you yeah. were in a place where, mm -hmm. because I knew the message that I had to deliver to you. Yeah. You didn't expect it. Of no, course. not at all. And it would be so hard to take and, and, and to try to deal with something like that. Yeah. And then when you make that call, you don't know where a person is. You That's don't know right. What they're doing. Mm -mm. You don't know the company they're in. That's right. So you have to be careful. But it was important. It had to be done. Yeah. And and it's just like I said, it was just devastating. Yes. Um, but you comfort and you gain strength because especially when you know those people, you know the life that they've lived. Mm -hmm. So you take comfort and you take peace and you know where they are right now. Yes. So sometimes you deliver those messages with another thought in the back of your mind. Mm -hmm. So although I'm delivering that message into us, we're humans, we're still here. Right. So we have to deliver that message, but I knew after our grief, you know, I just said, you know, it comes in the morning. Yeah. We knew that because mm -hmm. we know where Sharon went. We know yes. where Sharon is. Right. So, it, you know, I'm at peace with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you know, there are days you still think and, oh, yeah. you know, a situation, you know, a meal, a smell, uh, right. you know, all these things that turns us around and brings us back to that person. Yes. Right. It's, it's, um, it's life. Yeah. Uh, and we, we deal with it day by day, situation by situation. Right. And, um, like I said, we, at the moment and in those moments, yeah, we struggle. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm good. I'm at peace. Yeah. And I know that she's at peace. Yes. Yes. And, and you're right. It makes a big difference when we know that person's life. And when we know where they are, that makes a big difference. Yes. Yes. So you don't have to wonder, you don't have to question, you know, I wish they had turned their life around or I wish exactly. this had happened. Yeah. You don't have to do that. So that gives you that assurance. Exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. It mm -hmm. is that heavenly insurance. Yes. That's right. You know, it, it, mm -hmm. I guess that goes two ways because it's the heavenly assurance right the insurance that we have when you do the right thing yes that's right i like that <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah so you know the insurance it's it's just like they say you know you, you pay all your life for insurance mm -hmm. you know and sometimes right. you never need it yeah that's right but this insurance we need it we need and that it gives us the assurance <laughs> that it's going right. to pay off on the day that we do need it that's right. That's right. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. 
and I and I'm sure that um, our listeners, you know, have paid attention to what you have said and have been able to take something from what you have said and give them some sense of hope and inspiration, you know. But um, and that leads us to this first episode of season two, where we are going to talk about the loss of a child. Okay. And like I said, the topic for this episode is from a father's heart. And I could not think of a better man to start this episode off with this season. Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So my question one is, why do you think it is hard for men to talk about what they are feeling, especially when they lose a loved one? Well, first thing, I I guess I want to make it clear that I am not speaking for all men. Right. Um, I I can only speak for me. Yes. Um, But I do understand. Um, For one, um, especially I was born in 1970. Mm -hmm. So I I said I just turned 50 years old. Mm -hmm. So in, you know in the household that I grew up in, mm-hmm. you know, my mother was home. My mother was a homemaker. That was her job. Mm-hmm. Um, my father, he was the breadwinner. He, he worked. And so in those times, boys, we were expected to be tough. Mm-hmm. We were expected right. to be, you know, like our fathers. Um, and so in a lot of households and a lot of cultures, men are supposed to be the breadwinners. They're supposed to be that solid figure. They're supposed right. to be that strength. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it, showing feelings, showing certain emotions are frowned upon. They're mm-hmm. not taught. Um, and my father's still alive today. He's a great man. Um, Yes. And there's no doubt in my mind that my father loved me as a child, that my father loves me now. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I cannot remember a single time when he said he loved me, where those words came out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you from his actions, right. I knew that he loved me, my brothers, mm-hmm. so all of us. Right. So, and, and my brothers and I, we talk about that now. So it, it makes it hard difficult for you to, I guess, regurgitate what you did not take in. Mm-hmm. So right. it is, it is definitely hard for us to, to like my brothers and that my brother now, you know, we can freely say, I love you. My son is 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, I often tell him that I love him. Right. I often give him a hug because I need him to know that that's okay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing weak about that. Right. In fact, they're strengthening being able to lay down what's been known and what's been taught as a culture, not only not just for black men or white men or, or anybody. It's just a thing with men. Right. It's the thing that we have been taught. It's it's the things that you see on television. So we expect that we're not expected to do those things, to show those characteristics. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to act in those characteristics, right? But certain words, certain certain things you don't do, 
and 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 a lot of people think those are the things that make you a man hmm. but you learn those aren't the things that make you a man right. as part of it you're right. supposed to be that strength you're supposed to be that support system mm-hmm. i think it's important to say those words yeah and because of historically and like i say culturally that's why it's so hard because men think it's weak yes and no one wants to be seen as weak but it really isn't because it should be done in love and when it's done in love and when it's done in the right way to me that should be perceived as strength that's right because you've got the ability to lay down all those things that we stereotypes basically that we've accepted as a culture mm-hmm. that we've accepted as men and even women expect that they would say they don't want a weak man they don't right there's nothing weak in that you <laughs> no. should be wanting someone who can freely express themselves mm-hmm. and and so that's why i think it's so hard uh i think it's just the way that we've been we've been raised it's the right. culture it's the history and and that carries on you know a little boy cries and a father tells him to stop that that's right you know well boys don't cry exactly (laughs) yeah and so and you still see that today yes you know what are Mm -hmm. you crying for right you know Mm -hmm. there's god gave us those emotions for a reason that's right and when you bottle them up they create other problems yes and so you look at life and you look at people who, you know, who hurt themselves. Well, they're hurting themselves because they haven't figured out how to express themselves. That's right. And that's not always the case. I know there's other reasons, but you yeah. know, if, if you've got no outlet, that outlet becomes an inlet. Yes. And, and you know, you, you, you can't hold those things inside. So I think that's a big problem that yeah. we've got worldwide. Men right. have been taught, you just don't do that. That's right. And so I think that to me, that that's why. And yeah. especially in a situation with grief, mm. you know, all, all of the people around you, you know, are going through that same grief. Mm-hmm. But again, you go back to that thought of, I'm a man right now. I've right. got to be here for my wife. I got to be here for my daughter. I got to that's be here right. for my son. Mm-hmm. But because you 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 show your pain in that moment of grief doesn't mean that you're not being there for them. Right. You're showing, actually, in my opinion, that you understand that pain and that grief and you are experiencing it with them. That's right. You know? Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can hurt just as much as you can. Right. And I can show it just as much as you can and still be the strength that you need me to be. A awesome. lot of people cannot realize that. That's right. That's very good. Thank you. Very good. Um, can you tell us about your experience with losing a child? I can. Mm-hmm. I was 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and my daughter passed away of uh, congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was just about nine and a half months old. Yes. Yes. And, and for me, uh at that time it it was really hard yeah 
but the, the there were some situations that had taken place that uh, just, you know, and even when I think about them today, I had a friend, he gave me a, a book holder, a bookmarker. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It was purple mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it had gold lettering on it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I used to put that in my Bible. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had given it to me before Tiani passed away. And I, and I, I ran into him about three, or maybe about three, four days after he had given it to me. And he asked me, he said, have you seen the light of the scripture mm -hmm. on that bookmark? Mm -hmm. And I said, no. He said, you will. Oh. And he just walked away. Yeah. Well, a few nights later, Tiani passed away. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know the experience. You know the pain that you feel. Right. And I, I, all I could do was sit in my room and, mm -hmm. and ache. Right. And, you know, it's a, it's a body ache, not like a headache or something. Right. So it's just an internal pain that you just can't get rid of. Right. And so all I could do is pray. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I I stayed up that entire night praying mm -hmm. and aching. Well, the next morning the sun came up, mm -hmm. and I was sitting on the side of my bed with I sit up and I, I grabbed my Bible and I opened it up wherever that bookmarker was and I can't remember the scripture or, or even what book I was reading. Mm -hmm. But the sunlight came through my window. And that bookmark was laying on my lap. Wow. And the sun hit that bookmark, mm -hmm. that gold lettering. And <laughs> I was telling you right before we started, I was looking for something. Right. Because I wanted to make sure I said it perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, that bookmark, and which is today, which is my favorite scripture, mm -hmm. um, it was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Mm. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Yes. And when I looked down at that bookmark, I knew what Carlos meant. Mm. He asked me, had I seen the light right. of the scripture? And that told me a few things. It, it told me, one, I know God's real. Right. Number two, it told me that, yeah, he places people in our path for a reason. Mm -hmm. And number three, that scripture gave me the ultimate peace. Yes. You know, because one of the things that people always do is they wonder, why did he do this? Speaking mm -hmm. of he as in God. Right. Yes. Well, that was also God telling me, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with my understanding. <laughs> That's right. So, there is nothing that I can do ever to gain an understanding as to why she had to leave here. Right. And then the fourth thing it told, it told me because of that, he's got this. Yes. He's got this, he's got her, and he's got me. That's right. 
So I'm good. Mm -hmm. And the pain lifted from my body. Mm. Like I cannot explain. Yes. Praise God. And so, you know, a lot of people over the years, and you and I have had this conversation of visiting uh, when you're at funerals and when you're at the grave sites and, mm-hmm. and I don't often break down. I don't often cry and people just cannot understand that. Mm-hmm. I always go back to that moment. Yes. And I still don't understand. Even like we talked earlier, like when Sharon passed. Right. Nope. I still don't understand. Right. But I, but I do understand it is not my place to understand. Mm, that's it good. Is, it is my place to trust. Yes, yes. That's that's all I've got. Because if yes. you spend your time trying to figure out, you know, he already mm-hmm. said that, that we can, man cannot comprehend. No. So when there's something like we, we can go to school, we can, we can understand math and English and science, we can understand, we can break it down, we can solve problems, we can do all those things. Mm-hmm. He gave us a mind to do that. Right. He did not give us a mind to understand his ways. No, he didn't. He said trust. That's right. That's right. And, and so for me, my, my, my dad told me something uh, a long time ago. Um, he, he talked about worrying mm. and he said he never, and I, I don't know, I may have been 10, 12 years old and I can't remember the context. I can't remember why we were having that conversation, but he told mm-hmm. me he didn't understand why people worried about things mm. because he said all the time that you spend worrying about something, you can take that same time and energy and worry about, I mean, and use that to fix things. Yeah. So you're sitting here worrying about why you're in a situation. Mm-hmm. Think about how to get out of this situation. Use that energy right. and time for that. Mm-hmm. So instead of me spending time trying to figure out why God did what he did, yes. I need to be trying to figure out what he's trying to tell me. Oh, yes, yes, that's good. Where, what is this? Yes. What do I need to do more? What do I need to do? Right. More? Mm-hmm. Those are the things we need to know. And no, I'm not always good at that. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that none of us are. No. But I think, in my mind, for me, and in my experience, I think if we spent more time trying to shore up our relationship, mm-hmm. And again, no, I'm not the greatest at that. We're the greatest at that. Yeah, I still make mistakes, a lot of mistakes every day. We all do. Exactly. But I can't be running around trying to figure out no. why he's doing what he's doing. No. no. You know, th- those questions will be answered soon enough. That's right. On his that's time, right. not mine. That's right. Yeah. So th- that's my experience. And, 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 I, and I understand it mm-hmm. to that level. Right. I don't understand it, like I said, and I and I may never will. No. You know, some That's things, right. some things that we do and and that, you know, God maybe led certain people to do, they will never see the fruit of that. Right. But if they spend their time trying to figure out why he sent them there, why he yeah. this person, then you're not doing the right things. That's do what right. you're supposed to do and move on. That's right. 
and yeah. and it's hard to move on from from losing someone but you got to understand and you got to know that there's a plan mm-hmm. you remember those people and mm-hmm. you will cherish them and you will yes. love them and you will yes. carry them in your heart forever that's right but god's got a plan that we may not get that blueprint today <laughs> that's right we may we may not get that map we may not get you know <laughs> that whatever that plan is that we're looking for mm-hmm. we may never get that that's right but we keep them alive in our memories and we keep them alive in our heart and so for me that my experience Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I still can't answer that question. Right. But I know when Carlos gave me that bookmark, mm-hmm. well, I didn't know then. Right. I, I, I knew later that God was saying something to me. Don't worry about this. That's right. There is absolutely nothing that I can do or could have done because that plan was set in motion. Mm. Long time ago. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know. That's right. That that's powerful, Tim. Because it's like you said, you know, his ways are higher than our ways. Oh yeah. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So why should we try to figure, understand any of this out? That's why he says, you know, just trust in the Lord. Like you said, that's all we're supposed to do. He told us what we're supposed to do. Just trust. Exactly. And he he will direct your path. Because if you think about it, like you said, if you lean onto your own understanding, oh my goodness, that's going to lead you to thinking and doing bad things. That's right. Because you're based on, Mm -hmm. as a man, as a human, now Mm -hmm. I'm upset. Right. Right. Now I can't trust God anymore. Now that's right. Faith is this and that. So don't Mm -hmm. lean on your understanding because it's bad. It's going to lead you the wrong way. That's right. Yeah, trust, and if you do that, you'll make it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And my next question is, were you able to share your feelings with your wife? At that time? At that time, yeah. I could not. Yeah, um, okay. Because I was still young. Yeah. As a Christian, I was young as a man. Right. Um. And another reason why this was so powerful for me mm-hmm. was because the fact that I was a young Christian. Mm-hmm. I had not too long before that given my life to Christ. Got you. Okay. So I, there yeah. was a lot I did not know. Right. But there was a lot with that scripture happening, with mm-hmm. the peace that I felt. Yeah. I was in almost a whirlwind of grace. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I was reading. It, it, it was almost like I was trying to soak up the Bible. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I, I was so fascinated and I read and I read and I read. So I did not know what was happening in my mind. Right. You know, I did not understand how can I feel so peaceful. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. did not understand why am I not angry. Mm-hmm. I did not understand any of what was happening to me. Mm-hmm. And so right. that was hard to explain to somebody who yeah. probably would expect that I should be acting this way. Right. I couldn't even explain to myself why I wasn't acting that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> 
you know, as you know, I began, you know, you, you know, it's the grace of God. So that's why I say I was in that whirlwind. Mm -hmm. so I couldn't share my feelings because honestly, I didn't know what they were. Right. I didn't know what was happening to me. Right. Why? Mm -hmm. Because it, my logical mind says, yes, I should be absolutely furious with God right now. Mm -hmm. that but I happen. wasn't. Right. Yeah. And I That's could awesome. not explain that. Right. <laughs> So yeah. no, I, I I did what we do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I followed it up, right? And said, you know, whatever the plan is, mm -hmm. I'll just have to ride with it. And yeah, I just didn't know. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you already have other children at this time? Yes, I had uh, my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter was four years old at the time. Yeah, very yeah. young. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. of course, she didn't understand. So, oh, no. So that, you know, it's and like I said, when you don't understand, it's hard to help a four year old. Understand. That's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my next question is well, I know with you just said that you didn't deal with the anger. Or any any of that, you know, and that's all due to the grace of God. Right. You being a young Christian and soaking up the word and everything. So that played, I'm sure, a major part in Absolutely. that peace that you got, you know. And then the five stages of grief, even in um with um other losses that you've had, you know, the five stages of grief are denial and isolation, anger, bargaining, depression and acceptance at any time during any of the losses that you've had um did you experience any of those well i think for me um as you know as i was saying a little while ago i don't think that i have ever really experienced anger mm -hmm. I think you and i uh at one of uh the grip sessions i, I talked mm -hmm. about that right um, and I think for me, the reason why is because I know who God is. And I'm not saying that other people don't. Right, right. But what I'm saying for me, right, it does me absolutely no good to be angry. Be angry. And I know some people do. Um, mm -hmm. But for me, it never had a place because, yeah. and even like I said, no, I am not um, the. 100% uh, practicing Christian. I, I know that. Mm -hmm. And um, I like to say that I know that we all have areas that we, we oh, need yeah. to work on. That's but still, right. Even in all of that, I, I don't feel that there's a place for me for anger because mm -hmm. I know back to that scripture, you know, my understanding will never fill those gaps. Right my understanding says his word says to me again he's got me he's got this situation right so if for my mind i i rationalize it by saying if i truly truly trust him Sir. then i can't be angry right that's awesome because if i'm angry with him that mm -hmm. means i don't understand that's right yeah. And so I can't have it both ways. I can't say, Lord, I understand. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, say, but I, I'm angry. Right. 
And to me, uh, uh, that may not make a lot of sense to some people, but for me, mm-hmm. that trust, that belief mm-hmm. says to me, you can be heartbroken. Right. You can be upset. But the anger part of it, to me, mm-hmm. is because a lot of people, they're not just upset that they've experienced a loss. They're mm-hmm. angry with God. Right. So I'm not saying that I'm upset. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset that we've lost this person or that loved one. I'm, I'm not ever angry with God. Right. Uh, I cannot do that. That's it's awful. like... Yeah, like to say, if worrying about a situation also is doubt. Yes. Because if you're worrying, say you have a bill that's due and you're worried about it, mm-hmm. you're saying that you don't trust mm. or you have doubt mm-hmm. that he can make a way. Yes. So yeah, I have to apply all those theories. I just can't be angry with him. Right. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, that's just, that's just the heart and the mind that God has given me. Yes. And I often tell people that this, you know, when, you know, you think about certain things and people do certain things, well, those are the things that are in your head. <laughs> right. I can't allow you to influence the things that are in my head Mm-hmm. And I often tell people at work, God gave this brain to me. He didn't give right. it to me. That's right. You've got yours. I've got mine. Mm-hmm. And we have to find our way through these situations. Yes. Still with that trust in him. That's right. So, yeah, I've, I've been through the denial and no, this can't be. No. Right. No, exactly. No. She's this not didn't happen. That, yeah, this no. did not happen. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. You know, they, even when you... When you get those phone calls, it's no. You right. Yeah, you know, exactly. Because no, you didn't just hear that. Mm, right. Um, so, yes, I, I think that I've been through all of these emotions, mm-hmm. but I don't, I, 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 the anger part of it, like I said, um, God makes no mistakes. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And so if he does not make mistakes, how can I be mad at him? Mm-hmm. Well, see, you, you're good because I, I don't have that story, you know, right. and, and it's, it's unfortunate, um, but I don't. And, and I always tell people that grief, the grief process is not a one size fits all. No. <laughs> you know, it's like what you said, you know, what's in your brain is what's in your brain and what's in somebody Absolutely. else's mind is in, in their mind. And we all are, are made differently, you know, Absolutely. and and um, so I can't say that I didn't get angry because because I did, you know, and, it, and it, especially after um, um, after Shar passed, you know, because I was like, that was my last child. I'm like, right. come on, really? You know, I'm like, okay, one, two, three. You gave me three, and and so you know, BJ passed and D passed, and then you know, so I had Shar, you know, so I'm like, okay, I I do have her left, you know. And then when she passed, I'm like, really, God? Right. So yeah, what, I'm like, what am I really? missing? <laughs> uh, I'm like, my, you know, I mean, and I, I blame myself, 
you know what I'm saying? Maybe I wasn't a good enough mother, you know, that, what could I have done better? You know, maybe when um, D passed and then maybe I should have reached out to both. You know, you I questioned myself. I right. questioned my, my parenthood, you know, thinking that it's something that I did wrong. But this goes back to, like you said, you know, God, he's a loving God and he makes no mistakes. You know, I may never understand, you know, why, but I have come to learn. I had to repent, you know, to him for that, Absolutely. to be angry with him, you know, um, because, you know, he, he said it, you know, everybody's appointed a time to die, you know, this is true. Mm -hmm. and so that's when I had to, I had to accept that, you know, and just realize that, you know, God, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got um, angry with you. And I was able to move away from that. And because he, that's the thing about God. He's such a gracious God that he will love us through it all. Uh, if yeah, we get angry absolutely. with him, he still loves us. And that's just what's so amazing about him and so awesome about him. You know, where other people, you know, they, when they get mad with you, I mean, they're just like, they're just mad. They just hold a grudge forever. and mad with you. If you make a mistake, <laughs> you know, just mad yeah. with you forever, you know. Don't want to walk past you in the store. Don't want, you know, turn the head. But God is like, my arms are still open wide. You know, no matter what you do, there's nothing we can do or say that will make him love us any less. And there's nothing we can do to love, to make him love us anymore. Absolutely. You know? right. Yeah. So. Agree. Yep. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And forever. Yep. He doesn't change. <laughs> and I think we may have covered this because I know you said um because the next question was, have you found that the way in which you handle grief changed with age? And I think we and I think you yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. because yeah, yeah, as the, the older you get, mm -hmm. the wiser you get. The wiser you well, get, yeah. Well, most of us and some of us. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you, you supposed learn. to yeah supposed to and, and use and all, that wisdom exactly and that's why he gives us that wisdom mm -hmm. when, as, as we get older yes and and you learn it's not it's not all about you or us or them you know because he loves us all equally that's right and then so you know some people think he's doing this to these people he's doing it right. to right no. Mm -mm, so no. You, when you get older, you get wiser mm -hmm. and, and you understand how to accept situations. And also when you when you get older in Christ, mm -hmm. you, you learn more. And That's you, right. And, and you take in more of the word and you learn from his grace. And, and yeah, you do get stronger. You do get wiser. That's right. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. And I don't think you have to answer this question because, um, I mean, this tells us how did your faith play a part <laughs> and how you dealt with grief. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think our listeners um, got the gist of that. They know that, yeah, your faith played a major part. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think we, we may have covered um, my next question. Do you think we put too much pressure on the man of the house? by expecting him to be the strong one and hold everyone else together. And I think you, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we covered that from the from the beginning. Yes, like we you did. said, we yeah. expect the man to be the strong one and and not thinking that, you know, he has feelings too and he's hurting just like the rest of us. 
So he can still, you know, show, like you say, the man can still show his feelings, his hurt and his pain, and still hold the family together. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's what we should be teaching our young men. Yes. Instead of teaching them that you cannot show that. That's right. Yes, that's right. Well, my final question is, what advice, because I want you to just say something to our listeners. And what advice would you give to a father who may feel all alone in his grief and may not know how to express himself properly? The first thing that I would say to that father is that you are never, ever, ever alone. That's right. Uh, first and foremost, um, definitely always trust in God. Yes. Always go to him in prayer. And don't be, don't feel afraid to speak to someone, anyone that mm -hmm. can lend an ear. Yes. Because once you're in that situation and you think that there is no one for you, that's when the doubt and the fears and, right. and all the different things creep into your mind. So, and you need to know that it is okay to hurt. It is okay to cry. Yes. All those emotions that people tell us that men should not have, you need to understand that it is absolutely okay to have. Yes. It's absolutely okay to show them. Yes. And so don't bottle that up inside of yourself. Yes. Don't let that cause you, you know, to shut yourself away. Don't let that cause you to push other people away. Right. Because those people are your support system, whether you know it or not. That's right. So trust those people that are around you. Mm -hmm. Use those people are, that are around you for a sounding board. Speak to them. Tell them how you're feeling. Tell them your thoughts. Yes. Because a lot of times it's, it's in those conversations when those people become our sounding boards when those people sometimes may not even offer you any advice, but the fact that you can speak to them, sometimes all you need is an ear. Yes. You don't always need a voice. No. You right. oftentimes just need an ear right. because the fact that you've got that ear means that you were able to release that pressure from yourself. Yes. You know, I've walked away from many conversations where it's been one-sided, but either I needed that mm -hmm. or they needed that. Right. You know, I read something somewhere a long time ago. I can't even remember where, but it said, instead of waiting on your time to talk, mm -hmm. take time to listen. Yes. So a lot of times you're in a conversation and people, you can see their lips moving because they're, they're waiting to talk. Wait, they're just waiting on you to take a breath or stop. <laughs> right. So sometimes we need to be that ear. Sometimes yes. they need us to be that ear. Yes. So uh, I, again, I reiterate, first and foremost, trust in God. Yes. Trust in the power of prayer. Yes. And then trust in the people that are around you because what we often do, we make the mistake and we forget 
that he's placed these people around us right. for a reason. Yes. You may not know that that's why this person showed up and said, how's your day going? Mm-hmm. You never that's know. Right. That's you right. You never know. That's right. So when you feel it in your heart to speak or when you feel it in your heart to listen, do either one, whichever you're led to do, because you never, or you also never know when that day is your day to be the ears. Mm. You got to do that. You, yes. you know, holding these things in only makes you bitter. They give you the wrong type of anger. Right. And so that's my advice. Trust, yes. trust yes. in God. Yes. And trust in that what he says he will do that he will do. Yes. He will, he will, he will be there in that time of need. He said he will never, ever leave you nor forsake you. Right. So you've got those sounding boards or you need to be that sounding board, but men do not worry and don't, don't think about this weakness thing. That's right. something that's been placed on us and it's wrong. Right. There is, there is no weakness in showing that you need help because we all need help. I think the weakness is when you bottle it up and yes. you refuse to seek help that's a weakness or you that's bottle right. it up and you refuse to be a help to someone. That's, that's right. weakness. Yes. Because God gave all of us gifts for a reason. Yes. All of our gifts are different. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll know what your gift is. Right. You know, and like I said, that day, it might just be an ear at that yes. day, you, you, you know, so that's my advice. First and yes. foremost, trust in yes. him. Yes. Trust in what he says he'll do. And just, yes. just let him lead. Back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Mm. Don't worry about what you understand or mm. what you don't understand because it's not your place. That's right. Our place right. is to trust. Yes. And if we do that, we'll find that a lot of these situations that we think are impossible are really not impossible. They're only impossible because we're thinking with our minds and with our, with our hearts hearts yes yes so that's what thank i would you. say thank you thank you tim it has been a pleasure and i'm sure our listeners have gleaned a lot from this conversation tonight and i thank you for offering so much of your wisdom so much inspiration and encouragement to our listeners out there and again i thank you for being a guest on get a grip podcast for today Thank May you. God bless you and keep you. And to all our listeners out there, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope that you will always remember to trust God, as Tim said. Put your trust in him. Continue to pray. Be that ear or be that voice. And discern the right time to be either one. So I ask that you continue to be blessed, and always have hope for a better tomorrow. God Amen. bless you. Thank you. Thank you.